This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 2.16, the Unknown Associates waded into a frigid, icy grotto. Tensions were high, spiked by the sinister energies of the Shadow Dark. Ulrul became angry with the group, and as he spoke, his breath condensed into clouds, clinging to a hidden form and revealing the terrible woman who has been haunting his dreams. Al attacked the party, though the party did not return in kind. Their attention was on the nightmarish woman who had driven Al mad. Ulrul slipped and became trapped underwater, the night hag, Ant Dreamer, had left the ether and then entered the corporeal world. Moments later, Grimton delivered a killing strike on the hag. But Al was still attacking the party. He slashed his kukris into Ulrich's face while Ulrich calmly repeated, It's over. You can sleep now. And that's where we'll pick up. So last we left off, you were struggling to carry Alril's body through this underground grotto of icy cold water. I think you make it out and you're able to find a secure enough room just off of the King's Highway to set up camp and do a watch and stuff for the night. Mm-hmm. Describe this chamber for us. Um, it's still really damp. Like we don't quite get the chance to like get completely dry. Um, mm-hmm. There's like puddles everywhere and it's like drippy still. So there you like hear dripping everywhere and like occasionally like you'll just get dripped on from the ceiling and it's there you can't dodge it. It's just there. Mm-hmm. No like properly flat surfaces, but there are a lot of like approximately flat surfaces that we're attempting to use to like rest on but can't really get all the way comfortable. Like there's, dis- despite our apparent fatigue, there's uh, still a fair amount of discomfort. Yeah, I've definitely removed my prosthetic to try to dry it out as thoroughly as I can, but might have to wait until we're somewhere drier. Hey Grimton, do you do you need some help with that? Like getting that more, more thoroughly cleaned? It would certainly be appreciated. It's kind of sure. hard down here. Do you have some sort of magic thing? Uh, yeah, I'm going to just use prestidigitation to give it a thorough clean. I, I definitely am imagining like a like Mickey Mouse like sorcerer style where he's like do 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 Yeah, yes, yes. Lars is like very extra when he does his cantrips. Yeah. 100%. You hear an incredible soundtrack start playing from nowhere. I, I'm dancing around the entire campsite. Everyone's but he's only got like a single rag, so like the music is really epic, but like the things dancing around are just that one rag, and so he's having to like make do with it. Please do not sue us, Disney. Yeah, and they will. We all know this. 
you see Briston trying to like light a fire down here with just like paper and stuff that he had in his bag. Do you, do you, do you have any fuel that we could use for this? Here, I can just set it on fire. Or you mean to keep it no, going? No. This is part of a Lars's montage. Exactly. <laughs> what? Do you have any fuel? Do I have Sorry. any fuel? Fuel for the fire. To keep this thing going. Embers, well, they can only last few moments before they die out. We need fuel stat if we're going to get dry and warm. Uh, Alaris, didn't you, like, turn wood into something else one time? Can't you do it the other way? That, it doesn't last that long. It's, oh. it's more of, like, an hour type thing. But if you burn it, then it's lasting forever, right? Well, I, don't, I don't know how that works. Can't you summon a magical thorn whip? And then we just like <laughs> just burn, burn it. Just burn burn it? I feel weird about that. Well, I'm curious. Like if I turn a bunch of rocks into wood, does... I don't know, but I'm willing to try it. Let's go. Sure, I'll, I'll try I'll, it. I'll admit that one hour's worth of heat and might be nice for getting us dry and warming us up. Plus, you can turn one rock into wood, and then another rock into wood an hour later, and another ro- like we just have an endless supply of wood now that you think about it. That's true. It's a lot of work for Alaris, though. Eh, it's not that big a deal. I wanna, I wanna walk over and sort of check on Ariel just to see how he's doing. Yeah, give me a medicine check. I will with my Cthulhu Gold dice from Dark Silver Forge. It's a cast zinc alloy, five and a half times heavier than your standard plastic dice. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. He seems to be asleep. More asleep than knocked out. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think while you're back here, you also. Notice that along the wall of this chamber, uh, among the puddles, is a shallow spring of that wet, red, uncongealed liquid that smells of iron. The the god's blood that we had mentioned in the past episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it pools in a small hole in the floor. Give me a medicine check. I did not mean to roll that, but I'll take it. 17. Yeah, you remember them talking about how drinking this has offered life to creatures before, uh, and doing so now would help you again. Mm. I, like, pause for a moment and look at it and, like, think about it legitimately, like, giving purchase to that idea in my mind of, like, I could do this. And I just kind of shake my head and, like, nah, and walk away from it. Presumably the fire has begun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to go over and sit next to Briston, next to the fire. I think everybody else is over there, too. Mm-hmm. And Herrick says, uh, we're close now. We'll be entering the shallows again and start seeing more lanterns and signs of mining operations and explorations. Then once we sneak past them and get to a safe house, we'll plot our next moves. Are we still wearing our gorgets? 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 Um, I like the idea that you ask that around. Not to like, am I still wearing it? But are we, you and Alaris collectively still wearing it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're asking, like, are we gonna do this? Uh. Yeah. Let's 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 not. Let's not. I'm taking it off. Uh, you deliberately take them off. Verbally, out loud, we're taking it off. Future us, remember this. We should probably <laughs> also hide our capes if we're still if we're showing them. I say to Herrick and Briston. I don't know if we are. Oh, your red ass capes? <laughs> yeah. Ass capes. Ass capes? I thought they were for your shoulders. Briston looks at you, Grimton, and says, uh, 
Steady hand, if your older brother Gamli is still taking care of your grandfather's estate, think we could manage to get the red capes back together there? I'd have to check with him first. I don't want to put my nieces and nephew in danger. Sure. Auric normally is really big on like taking first watch, but like they're exhausted. Um, mm-hmm. I almost died in the last fight, if you, if you guys recall. Uh-huh. Yeah, you need some rest. Uh, I can just do it. Do you sleep? Oh yeah, you figured out that you're enough. I forgot. <laughs> uh, you lay out your bedrolls and your back pops as you lower yourself in. Uh, your eyes close very easily from exhaustion. And what are your final thoughts before your body gives way to sleep? I'm thinking about all real and hoping that when I wake, I'll discover that he has finally had a decent night's sleep. I'm thinking more uh, anticipatory and what we're gonna have to do tomorrow and sneak in and what what to expect because it's, it's a whole new world. Thinking about Echo and I haven't seen my brother in a long time. I'm thinking about the Warforged being actively on the lookout for me. I don't know how much the heat has died down, but it's probably not a lot. I'm overthinking about what could go wrong when we have to sneak in tomorrow. So like something about being wet and being uncomfortable and like how long some of the, the some of the things today took, you know, like the battle like took long. Like Marlene didn't feel like she was effective. None of our like none of our attacks were hitting for some reason. Like maybe it was related to the God's dream. Maybe it's because it's dark and wet and terrible. Like, but she's just really focusing on the negative right now. <laughs> um, Morlinda, give me a con save with disadvantage. Great. Well, the first one was a twenty, and the second one was a seven. Morlinda, the fatigue that you felt from all of these terrible missed rolls and uh, <laughs> bad combat skills you uh sit straight trying to meditate and you also fall asleep you don't have to sleep i should say um like your elf body does not necessarily need the sleep because you can meditate through but you're out you're also very tired awesome all right here we go Alaris, you're awakened by a sharp kick in the side. Take four damage. Okay. Get up, Geldrim, you piece of shit. I didn't track you down this whole way to, to murder a half-elf in an unfair fight. Everybody wakes up to see a high-elf whose skin bears a gold pearlescence standing over Alaris with a long sword in one hand. He wears a cool black leather jacket and blonde shoulder-length hair. All of you have seen this man before, back at Malin's bar in Letrus, but Alaris, you recognize uh, him instantly as Leovold Deldrich, your rival from the Weaver's School, who you bested in a duel once before by using the Wand of Fear that you stole from the Library of Traditions. I said get up, damn it! Grab a blade and don your armor. There's no chance in the Nine Hells that a half-elf can beat me in Blainsog without cheating. Who the Nine Hells? This is my fight. Don't worry about it, Grimton. But how did he even get in here? <laughs> Son, you know where we're at. Yeah, also, Alaris, that's very noble of you, but, like, 
Why? None of you worry about that. This is between me and Geldrim. Stand up. I'm still interested on how you found us, though. How did you find us? Well, I've been tracking you for a long time. That's a problem. How? <laughs> if he's tracking us, other people are tracking us. This isn't good. Geldrim, when you knew that you were beat, you pulled out the wand of fear, and I thought that I had recognized it from my research, and I was right. You stole that wand from the Library of Traditions. Uh, I know, because I went back and checked, and I'll assume that you also have the sort of life ceiling. If you were there looking for the Rod of Resurrection, though, it's too late. It's already with the Keepers of Tradition. Now hurry up! Oh, thank goodness. Who's the Keepers of Tradition? <laughs> Alright, well, I get up and get ready. Also, we borrowed things from the library because it's a yeah. library. We checked them out. Mm-hmm. Check the card catalog. Borrowed. This sounds so flimsy. <laughs> this is a very weak argument that you have there. I also remember it being in the restricted section. Yeah, we have Bar. VIP access. Yeah, we got we had to learn about Nicholas Smell. Sue's <laughs> <laughs> JK Rowling. Alars is getting ready and the fire is smoking in this chamber, no longer like with jumping flames, but instead just embers. We we just see the guy just like standing there with his arms crossed. Just point like at this point, Leopold is probably like pacing with anger. I'd like to imagine that he's now like several feet away, where like in an area that's maybe a little more flat, where he's actually going to do the fighting, and he's just like waiting right there. We're now far enough away that if we like spoke quietly, he wouldn't be able to. He would be able to hear that we're talking, but not what we're saying. Grimton is more. He doesn't assess Leopold as a threat yet, I guess, <laughs> but he's ready to take action if need be he's just kind of lazily donning his armor he's not quite awake yet <laughs> i mean just getting ready yeah well yeah we're all getting up now um i'd like to like casually saunter over to alaris and be like would you care to explain what's going on um well i mean i guess he followed us yeah who's he why'd he follow us why has he got beef with you dude what's it's, up i mean it's leovold he's I'm, I'm talking in, like, a quieter voice, so, like, you guys could hear me, but and Leovold could hear that I'm talking, but not, like, precisely what I'm saying. Gotcha. I rolled a 10 for perception. You want to go ahead and give me a, a passive stealth roll? Uh, 19. Stealth is, like, my highest skill, so... He was a bully he, from my school days. Let the kids fight. It's been a while since I've seen a duel. The biggest... Just no kill shots, eh? Oh, this is definitely for kill shots. <laughs> oh my god. Marlinde is, like, really concerned about, like, how he knew, like, how he tracked us, and, like, she walks up to him, and she's like, okay, so who are you? Leovold Deldrich. Why are you here? Doff your armor, dwarf. <laughs> Listen, son, I'm gonna do as I please, and I, like, wave my hilt at him. <laughs> <laughs> Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> and, like, why did you feel the need to, like, follow us all the way down here? Like, it really sucks here, and we've got stuff to do, so, like, you're you're really just wasting our time. Merlinde, it's just because I embarrassed him, and he's taking it way too far. That's ridiculous. Is that true? And now we're taking it to the death. You, you can't really believe that we're going to just allow you to kill our friend. Or try. Uh, dwarf. Elves. Dwarves, uh, plural. 
I'm going to trust that in the spirit of a fair fight, that you're going to allow this duel to see its conclusion, no matter what that conclusion may be. I'll let you go as far as, like, knocking him out. But I can't in my right, in, like, good conscience, let my, like, party member die. Yeah, just because you have some beef to settle, like, no thank you. And I, I like, look over at Alaris. Not that we're assuming you're going to lose here, but you're the one we care about. No offense. Um, no, all offense. And so, like, if something goes wrong... I mean, I don't necessarily particularly have any interest in killing this poor misguided gentleman either. There's a running theme. We're gonna, like, do non-lethal damage. This is entirely lethal damage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. You're gonna die, Geldrim, is what I'm saying. You're, you're gonna... You are going to get killed. By me? Yeah, right. Leovold... Ha! That's Grimton's response. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, we've just been shit-talking for like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been ready. I'm like, warm enough. Shadow boxing. It's very formal, like excessively so. Traditional bows and stuff like that. And Scared, Keldrin? No. You were scared last time, though. <laughs> Dang! Roasted! You want to give me uh, an intimidation roll? <laughs> I, I disagree. I think that should be an attack roll for fire damage. Uh, 19. No! <laughs> Was not! <laughs> you can tell that Leovold is currently sweating very profusely. He, he is ready to... Go. Oh, I'm definitely standing up and I'm like near enough to be like clearly outside of their like little arena maybe, but like definitely watching. Yeah, where the peanut gallery? That's like the dwarves <laughs> right now. They're just like the raucous. <laughs> this is very formal and cordial for their standards though. Usually it's just like a circle of people and like kind of a mosh pit style like fist fight. A classic brawl sort of situation versus yeah. this elegant formality. So this is different, but like I'm here for it. Wait. Yes? I need to be far enough back that I don't get hit with projectiles. Do you say that out loud? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Just come sit imagine? over here with me. I guess this is a sword fight, so that shouldn't happen anyway, but like, it's still pretty funny. Ah, it's Blade Song. It's Blade Song, and we are technically both wizards, so. You see Grimton move and then ponder to yourself, like, Am I in the splash zone right now? Do I need to scoot back? <laughs> like, I. I definitely take a couple of like inching steps backwards, like still determined not to look like I was. I noticed Grimton and ran away, but like mm -hmm. also determined to scooch back just a little bit. Give me uh, a perception check, all of you. That's good roll. Seven. Eighteen. Uh, uh, Twelve. Sixteen. Okay, uh, Morlinda, Grimton, and Alaris. You notice the craftsman of this long sword, and this blade is a work of art, with a silvered blade and a gilded one-handed hilt with a sapphire embedded in its pummel. Even without touching it, you can see how perfectly balanced it is. Nice sword, nerd. It's better than that piece of trash that Galdrim carries around. Boo. It's done us a lot of good. <laughs> Somebody say go. Or something, or start, or... Okay, I'll Hunt do it. each other! I'll do it, I'll do it. It'll be 
Three, two, one, go is how I'll say it, okay? Everybody agreed? Sure, just do it. Leovold takes a uh, like a traditional dueler's stance with one hand out and kind of like a rapier pose. Are you ready, Alaris? Yeah. <laughs> You're just Three, so casual about two, it. Two, one, go! Hey friends, it's Joe. So glad you're with us for episode 2.17. Uh, bringing Leovold Deldritch back into the story was a huge surprise for the party, and I hope that you weren't expecting it either. When Zach and I were creating the character like a year and a half ago, we wanted to build the perfect foil for Alaris. Leovold is an arrogant, bitter high elf. He is successful and he knows it. Pride is Leovold's main motivator. And while Alaris is equally powerful, he is a consistently humble character, and this confrontation was fascinating to witness during recording. And I think the resolution says a lot about Alaris as this episode's featured character, but pay attention also to how the others respond. Grimton, Morlinde, Ulrich, and the Ormains each have their own reactions. Honestly, I could talk about it forever. Get on the Discord and Tell us about your own character insights. There's a link to it in the description down below. We describe ourselves as an audio drama because we truly believe that Advantage is a story worth unraveling. We hope you're enjoying Arc 2 so far. This is the penultimate episode of Part 1. Expect to be in Delve Deep by the end of episode 2.18. Their arrival marks the beginnings of Act 2, so expect changes in theme and the introduction of new important figures. Remember, Herdurth is currently experiencing the rise of a nationalist king. Grimton and the Ormains are leaders in a revolutionary group wanted by the state for treason. This is when the drama gets real. We need to take a moment to appreciate our patrons who generously give so that the cast and I can create this show. We would be unable to justify continually producing Advantage uh, without their help. If you have access to it, we would love your review on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, basically, every feed gets the stats and info from iTunes, so leaving five stars there will help the show grow across all platforms. And that's it. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Leovold waves his sword above his head and casts out, pointing at Alaris, and this hand-like sort of whip reaches out. Alaris, make a strength saving throw, please. That'll be a 12. Lightning that strikes Alaris pulls him forward with electric energy. You're going to take three lightning damage. And now you're within five feet of each other. I'd like to take this moment to like definitely decide I'm in this splash zone and step back. <laughs> like, like the first thing he did was shoot lightning, and so I'm just gonna like not not delicately this time, just take a huge step backward. I'm gonna activate the blade song if it's not already activated. Say, Lindy. The um, imperative in Elvish or verb to sing um, and dance towards Leovold and. Attack him with a booming blade. A 19 to hit. It does. Yeah, no, it's it's very much a, like, dance up, turn around, slash at him, and he's just expecting a normal sword attack. 
and then I go, Abla! And this blue flame erupts from the sword, and he's gonna take some damage. Ulrich definitely says out loud, wizard sword fights are scary. Uh, 15 damage, Joe. Dang! Boom, I guess. Like. Man, he's in, and he's uh, erupted in the Booming Blades tornado. Yeah. And then, as a bonus action, I'm going to use uh, Misty Step and teleport away. Haha. Like, give us some more, some distance. About 20 feet. I don't know how big the room is, but we'll say 20 feet. Blade Song in general is very fluid in motion. The dancing, in comparison to, like, I don't know, at this point, three or four episodes ago, whenever the rave episode was, which is very fist pumpy, except for the dwarves who are doing their traditional chest pat on beat. Elvish Blade Song is more like watching ballet. And in seeing you step back, Leovold is uh, shocked at the power that you demonstrated with Booming Blade. You've been practicing, but you're still a coward. Come up and fight me. Why don't you come towards me? And is going to try to come towards you uh, and will no. willingly take that damage. <laughs> He's going to take 12 damage, Joe. Dang. Dang. Strike it up, controller. Jeez. <laughs> you see him... Uh, take damage, walking through this uh, force, take a half step with that, and then continue on pushing through. Uh, and he's charging you now, uh, and will attack with Green Flame Blade. <gasps> green Flame Blade! I can make mine glow with flames too! 11 plus 3? His Green Flame Blade is coming at Flame Tongue, and I just parry it, and I'm like, your fire is no match for mine. You wield flame tongue with two hands, is that right? Is that what we decided? Mm-hmm. And in traditional blade song, uh, it's all a one-handed longsword. After his blade was caught with your two-handed parry, says, Your technique is still off. Fight me one-handed. Uh, I will attempt to booming blade once again. It's going to be a 19 to hit. It does? 17 damage, Joe. Uh, you kill him. <laughs> all right. Jeez. Well, there you go, I guess. Well, I block the green flame blade um, attack, and then it's just a very quick pirouette yeah. with a downward slash that just goes straight into his shoulder. Ooh, so you don't kill him with the magic part, you kill him with, like, the blade part, huh? Uh, I mean, that's, that's what Booming Blade is, is a melee attack. And I don't necessarily think that Alaris meant to just straight up murder him like that, but just you just followed through like the blade song like technique. Yeah. The dwarves are like still pretty raucous and they're like going over to Alaris and like high-fiving. <laughs> just bumping. Uh did you kill him? Was that really necessary a lot like you just Like I know someone. I was talking a lot of shit. Like Briston holds his hand up for a high five and then you kind of dismiss it and walk up to Leovold's body, and so uh, Herrick and Brisson both like pat you on the back instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. They high five each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good show. All right. What do you want to do with the body, Lars? To the victor go the spoils. Uh, I mean, I Merlin Day, would you mind performing some uh, some stuff? Yeah. Well, Leovold was always a a cruel person. He didn't deserve to just be 
snuffed out like that. He was a good wizard, a good scholar, while misguided was doing some, some good work in the world. It's a shame that it had to come to, that his, his anger came to this end. Uh, yeah, uh, let's, we can, like, seal off this room. I thought that's not how the last rites worked anyway. I thought, well, I guess it's in the forest. Don't you usually leave them out, like, on a sepulcher? Yeah, but... But yeah, we're in the Underdark. There were sepulchers, like, in the Library of Tradition, too. That's true. Uh, Alaris, him being a high elf from, uh... Oh, yeah. It's not, I mean, yes, he, he would be more of a god person than a spirit person, but... I'm not much of a, a priest in any way, shape, or form, so um, I am going to take the sword, though. So uh, while you're just, like, chatting about this, you do walk over and pick up the blade. Along the edge of this weapon is its name, Arvindor's Purity, embossed in an ornate elvish script. Uh, give me a religion check with Trained. Uh, 20. Yeah, you immediately recognize the name Arvindor as the astral realm that belongs to uh, Corallon Letharian, the high god who created the elves so, so long ago. You also notice the blade is silvered. It's a silvered weapon and has the properties of light and finesse mechanically and is a plus three longsword. You. I want to... Alaris... Or Zach, I guess this is a player question. How um, how were you carrying your sword before? Was it on like a shoulder thing or like a hip mount kind of? It was more of a hip. So okay. So this one is just going to be the other side. Or of the hip. you could do the like samurai thing and have like two on the one side. You know how they have like. I could do that. That 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 probably is more accurate. That's we pretty dope. The two, the, that is really the two cool. Sam, the two-sided samurai. Yeah. Thing. Is it the Witcher where uh, yeah, he's got his yeah. two swords on his back? Mm-hmm. Also, uh, on Sekiro, you get far enough in the game, you get one on your back, and then he has the two swords on his side too. It's pretty dope. Nice. That's slowly what we're building Alaris to. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And you, how many wands do you have, Alaris? I thought you had several, and like in like a, a jacket pocket, like you had like several, like a wand. I might have just no. I think I was a staff person to begin to to begin with, and then I got the two wands: the wand of secrets and the wand of fear. Um, and now I have two swords. Oh, I also have the profiling word. Yeah, you're holding on to that. <laughs> I think Briston walks up, and uh, you see him carrying a bag of sorts. I'm going to assume that these are the elves. They aren't any of ours. It's like a rucksack. It's his adventuring sack. Oh, what's in it? Is there, is there anything of note inside? Uh, yes. Um, among the contents uh, is a loose-knit forest green stocking cap that teams with arcane energy that oh. you recognize as transmutation energy. Huh. Okay. Interesting. What, is, what, is the, what does it do? Give me an arcana check. Uh, 15. You recognize it as a transfiguration sort of situation where the, the wearer may transform themselves and uh, their clothes and take on the visual appearance of another person. Um, but mechanically... That person must be wearing a head slot item of some sort. I'm calling this the hat of many hats. What do you mean That's a head cool. slot item? Like a helmet or a hat or... So the hat can mimic that, yeah. Then you can copy them. Got it. Or if you want to copy somebody that, like, 
doesn't wear a hat, you now have to figure out what's an appropriate hat for them to wear. Um, Give me an investigation check. That's going to be a 22. So wadded up in the bottom of Leovold's rucksack is a scrawled note with a broken wax seal. It, it, it seems to be instructions of sort. Uh, it says when you have collected the rod, go to the Weaver's Guild and give it to them. We have made arrangements and they will return it to the Azure Keep. The rod. Wait, what? Wait, I guess I didn't see that, but as the player, I'm thinking, hold on. He was sent to do this. The rod is being returned to the Azure Keep. The rod that we took from... Uh, well, that's a yeah. wand. That's a wand. No, that no, that is a rod. The, 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 the scanning oh, rod. He's talking about the yeah. That the, that ta- the ta- is he talking about the scanning rod? Yeah, that the war. No, it's had. not it, okay. He wouldn't uh, know about the scanning. He rod. wouldn't know about the profiling rod. Oh, okay, never well, mind. We thought he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all looking at this oh, like, wait a second. This is that that other rod. Yeah, the okay. the rod of resurrection that he mentioned before. Okay, oh. because does he have the rod of resurrection? He does not. So we would assume that the Rod of Resurrection is back at the Azure Keep as, as of this moment, probably. Hmm. That's good to know. Give me another investigation check on this note in particular. Uh, 19. You look more at the wax seal uh, and put it together. It's a familiar sigil. It's the symbol of Ayun, which you recognize to be a complicated thing because... It's also the symbol of uh, the grandmother's mask, the spirit. Oh. I remember that. Just like, yeah, and the library. Yeah, we're back to that mystery. While Alaris is apparently deep in thought, staring at this note, and while like the Ormains are over there still like, woo, and like talking about how cool the fight was or whatever, Alaris, I have a question for you. Yes? How... How do you how do you feel about what just happened? Um uh I mean part of me feels relief because this guy made my life a living hell for most of my uh earlier years but at the same time you know it never feels good to just take someone's life especially someone you know especially as quick as it went Eric's yells from wherever he is and it did go really quick that was fantastic to watch Arik doesn't really have a response uh, stuff that we went through like the past couple of days where we were like you know being shown our own uh, stuff that made us feel weird like all our own uh, failures and insecurities and stuff one of them is thinking back to for, for me that battle where I just like ruthlessly dispatched Cyanadel and still trying to like reconcile that and like if I feel bad and how to feel about it and so that question was sort of aimed at that and so Arik doesn't really have a response just more to chew on I guess. You are all very tired. Not quite as tired as Alril who's still asleep and missed all of that whole thing. Um, I was curious about how much sleep we actually got before that happened. No yeah you did not get a full rest. Yeah. Oh, man. You say, looking at the body and realizing that you're tired, but you still have business to attend to. We can we can at least move him over here. Do you know what Gatsy worshipped? Coralon. Coralon? 
well. I'm not super familiar with his domain, but a prayer is a prayer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I still feel well, weird, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Grimton as a paladin can can say a prayer. That's fine. I can I can watch over the body overnight, or over whatever time it is. What time is it? Um, I hate this place. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I can watch over the body while we sleep, um, because I feel I feel strange inham- inhabiting the same space. And then you go back to bed. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then you go back to bed, and that's where we're gonna stop the recording. single time my cats just like freak out because they of course can't hear this so it's just like pow and they're like ah! they just like can't, can't deal and it's fantastic I love it we have uh, hey what happened last time Sarah almost sorry more Linde almost killed Aureal did yep, not that's all that that's all that can, that's all that happened right there done I, like there was no no non, other thing I would have let you she just in cold damage. blood yeah in cold blood almost murdered him non while he was sleeping lethal damage I ended up really enjoying not that I don't like enjoy every session but like specifically I don't know you know how you just play through one and you're like oh yeah that one's gonna be really good like that's how that, mm-hmm. that episode felt to me did you mention Artolan cause you're cut out so I like figured you were gonna say something about all real I nobody said, yeah. said anything about Artolan but good name dropping Wait. Well, we also ran into our Toland. And what, how did that resolve? Oh, yeah. She we also got her We also too. knocked her out. <laughs> yeah. She was knocked out. She was incapacitated. And she was left by her gold vein. It's real gold, by the way. If we ever, like, need money, we know where to go. We know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're going to run into someone from uh, Morlinde's past next. Can't wait. Well, we we already did Leopold that multiple times. Did we? Not that. No, weird. I think we were talking about underdark stuff. Get ready to fight Kareth. Anyway, who's <laughs> 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 just also been tracking us? Everyone's just been following us slowly, like. And we like the world. haven't noticed at all. Well, I mean, we don't really ever check for people following us. To I know. Plot twists. I'm beginning plot to think that maybe we ought to. The real campaign here is a party of people that we've that we've pissed off, and they're following us and like <laughs> yeah they've like banded together. Yeah, they're the protagonists. Like we're the bad guys. This like the Sinister Six. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I should have done a little bit more research and listened back to uh, 
that episode where you two had dueled before, but I forget all of the flavor text on how um, you decided <laughs> that High Elves enter a traditional blade song duel. Um, and in so which case, do, it again. do you? Yeah, do you want to totally retcon? Uh, lore-wise, whatever may or may not have happened then, and this is the official one, the official I'm descriptions. Sure Grimton has had like three different hair colors. So. Yeah, something. In regards to the duel, through, or no, yeah, in, in this moment, <laughs> yeah. had three different my hair is currently now? changing colors. We need a listener to Very go much back like through punks. and like find our various inconsistencies and make a list of them, like a subreddit or something. <laughs> All the places we had we a subreddit for up. a little bit. Advantage has a policy that whatever was said last is what is more canon. <laughs> more canon. Ah, more canon. Not that the other one is not canon. This is just more canon than that we one. We have the the legacies of Mita, and we have the scholars of more canon. <laughs> <laughs> Which are now canon. So, yeah, that's that's yeah. That, you can't leave. Have you seen that vine where there's two guys at a UFC fight and one goes, grab his dick! <laughs> <laughs> grab his dick and twist it! That's like the dwarves right now. They're just like... <laughs> You're dancing around. You're going, sing! Speak! a lightsaber fight and you will not convince me otherwise because we've got green <laughs> fire and blue fire and like okay well i mean if disney is listening it's not a lightsaber fight also the radiant sword is not involved <laughs> no 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 that's but fair mine is purple too right because it's an amethyst thing now oh yeah so you're so a it's like the actual so you're yeah, it's the actual lightsaber colors <laughs>